0: Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Our goal is to inspire giving by educating listeners on ways to give and how to connect with charitable causes. My name is Dave Lewis. I'm your host of Philanthropy Today. Thank you for joining the show. In continuing our series of interviews with past presidents and past chairs of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, Vern, today we have, as a guest, a man who has really become just one of the greatest most generous people in our community
1: well, very fortunate, yes, to have Neil Horton with us. And certainly, Neil plays a very humble role in the community and uh, sits on the back seat oftentimes, doesn't put a lot of exposure to himself. But uh, he and his wife, Janet, have been very generous to a lot of things, and we're very gracious for that.
2: Neil, your term on the board was uh, eventful. It was uh, a lot yeah. of things
1: going on, and we appreciate it. And uh, thank you for being here with us today.
2: Well, thanks for having me. Been a while back, but there was some good things going on back then, as there is today. So,
0: so you were... Chair, yes. Uh, from fourteen to fifteen, yes. Okay, would have
2: been. I think the fiscal year was March to February, maybe April to March. April, like April that. to March, April yes. to March. There yeah. we go. Yep.
0: So we're looking back ten years.
2: Probably. Yes.
0: Yes. Ten years, and your memory's still good for that. Uh, well, so Vern, far.
2: Well, actually, Vern helped me out a little bit by, by
0: uh, sending some
2: meeting minutes, so uh, mm-hmm. I had a little opportunity to review because my memory's not that good.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to go back before your term as chair and ask how you first got involved in the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. So we were asked to participate as the founding member. Burke Byer
2: had taken that request and uh, decided to do something personally with him and his wife, Marjorie. And so Buyer Construction decided to do a portion of that uh, corporately also and uh, got involved with that uh, decision. And uh, that was kind of the start. Yeah. He was a good person to learn philanthropy. He was a really good person to learn that and many other things from. <laughs> so what were some of the early engagements that you had with GMCF? Gosh, I, uh, I became a trustee, and that was really kind of it until I was asked to serve on the board, and then I became more involved with really learning the things that they were doing for the community and uh, became much more engaged at that point. What it mean to you
0: to be serving as chair?
2: I I was honored, obviously, honored to be asked and honored to have a chance to serve. I, uh, you know, by spending a couple of years on the board prior, it really opened my eyes as to all the different things that the foundation was asked to get involved in. They had kind of become for lack of a better word, the clearinghouse, maybe, mm-hmm. for philanthropic events around town, helping some of the nonprofits with some of their fundraising. You know, everybody was just kind of getting started, really. And mm-hmm. and so they were very helpful in all that. It was nice to sit at committee meetings and hear about giving money away to good causes. <laughs> you know, that was always uh, a fun thing to participate in. So um,
0: I really just uh, began to... Get a better understanding of everything they're involved in. One of the things that we like to do within these interviews is learn about some of the significant things that happened during your term as chair. Mm-hmm. And you talk about getting an idea of a lot of the things that were having giving away a lot of money. And it just seemed that that was a real time where the foundation really started getting a lot of mojo. Just really getting its feet wet and really jumping in and getting a lot of things done.
2: Yep, I would agree. We were able to gain some traction on on a lot of different things. Well, several things happened. uh, Before I was chairman, I think one of the things I'm most grateful for being involved in is I was on the HR committee at the foundation (laughs) that that hired Vern. And so... uh, most people most do me, claim mo, that today. Mostly, i do claim that most people pat me on the back for it when i tell them that story but uh so i was very pleased to go through that process you know we had uh, our prior executive director was moving out of town and so the position came open and Vern found us and we found Vern and it's been a great experience since then. So that was one thing prior to me becoming a chairperson. Some of the things that happened in 2014 the discussions got started about uh, forming a young trustee program. Mm-hmm. It was just getting talked about and trying to figure out how to engage uh, young people in the community and so um You know 10 years later that's grown into a pretty nice thing and there's lots of young trustees how many do we have the active group is probably a good 30 the total list is probably closer to 50 or 60 but
1: they venture as to their time availability and stuff but they do a great job but they've
2: started their own signature fundraisers a couple of those and 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 they're really supporting things in the community so that's been a great program uh that got the infancy happened in uh, 2014 there Mm -hmm. Grants that year were awarded were $134,000 that year. That seemed like uh, a big number at the time. I'm sure it's
0: changed, <laughs> but, uh, but it was a big number at the time. And 10 years later, Vern, where's that number?
1: Well, we have grown significantly. I mean, mm-hmm. if you if you looked at all the distributions out the foundation, you know, we're over $20 million. That involves the donor-advised funds. We've grown in that, and some big gifts mm-hmm. go out of that. And mm-hmm. it involves the distributions of our nonprofits. But certainly we're in
2: the millions at this stage mm-hmm. of the game. That's a big jump. The quarter—that Ad is a big jump. That's a job. That's the way you want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. That year also, Marysville had began their request to become an affiliate of the Community Foundation, and I think by the end of the year, they'd actually they'd kind of got through the process and were an official affiliate. One of the first few, I think, maybe the second or the third one that came on board and and that's also grown. There's a lot more of them. these Yeah. Days.
1: So that Mary's uh, Marysville was our third. And uh, that was a kind of a period of time when in Neil's year, when we were looking at, hey, we're either in this or we're not. We had Dover and Frankfurt and the conversations of the affiliate program, as we called it then. Do we want to add this or do we want to focus just on Manhattan and the uh, the board's decision is we've got two let's, let's let it go well we're up to 20 now mm-hmm. uh, 21 will probably happen this year and uh, it's been a significant thing for us and marysville has just been a great uh, great addition for sure so
2: yep also uh, that year a discussion got started uh, i believe over a lunch about uh, the guardian angels and uh, you know the fairy godmother's uh, group had been going for quite a while and they were just having a great uh, success in town And um, wondered, you know, if a men's group couldn't be formed that would kind of do similar things. And so uh, I think uh, Vern actually had the idea and (laughs) bought a lunch to pitch it to myself and Neil Helmick. And uh, that kind of got that thing started. and, And it flourished also, continues to flourish today. It's amazing what an old hamburger will do when trying to raise money sometimes. So,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, Neil, uh, knowing Neil personally and obviously professionally his generosity, it was a natural, you know, like we've got the fairy godmothers program. Why aren't we doing something for the guys? And Neil not only just took it, but he ran with it. And, you know, I think we set the goal that year to get at least a hundred men that give $500 a year and, and we were off and running.
2: A couple other things I noted was, um, we launched a, a new website that year. I don't know whether it's right. the one that we're currently running or not, but we uh, made quite a leap in how yep. we had uh, promoted ourselves on the... Indeed. Uh,
1: digitally. Yep, yep. So we uh, certainly upgraded, and yes, that's an every-year process. Is so it? we're okay. probably several renditions from that. But okay. uh, certainly we put an effort to make sure that the information
2: on the website was accurately reflecting where we were going. So. Yeah, and then my other note was that uh, we began the year at forty six million dollars in forty six point two million in total assets, and ended the year at fifty six point three. So grew right at twenty five percent that year. Yep. Pretty good.
1: And that was kind of our clip that we were going on there for a little bit. So uh, we were doing things that. Certainly people became aware of the Community Foundation, and quite frankly, Neil and the board members uh, gave credibility to that. Uh, not only were they just sitting on the board and meeting on a monthly basis here, but their involvement in the community and, and the knowledge of community members that they were a part of this organization is really what gave the confidence and the uh, trust to others to get involved. And Neil, I appreciate that more than anything. Uh, You and the trustees really have gotten around the staff and supported us and supported these community efforts. That's been wonderful. In 2014,
0: how many staff members did you have?
1: Well, 2014, there were (laughs) 2.3, 2.75. Elaine was three quarters and Marla and I were full-time. So it was good times, and but you could we were very adaptable, and we could make things happen fast. You know, you didn't have to tell too many people what to do. It just rock and roll. Yeah.
0: Neil, do you recall some of the other members of the board at the time where you served as chair?
2: Yeah, I uh, actually have a list here of names that we can work with. So um, on the board in 2014 was myself, Matt Crocker, Karen Roberts, Bill Richter, Neil Helmick, Jim Gordon,
0: Lisa Ward, and Jody Kaus. You know, and they all still are very involved. Yeah, very involved. All yeah. of them still yeah. very involved in not just within the foundation, but within our community as a general yeah. As a yeah. General thought, so
2: Yeah, you know, I've served on several committees, uh, different organizations around town and I always look back on my time at the GMCF very fondly because of um Just kind of what you got involved in. Money was being raised. You really weren't too involved in the fundraising efforts. You just got to be involved in giving it away. And that was... that was a pretty fun thing to do. Really. It's fun to give away. Money, it is, it's isn't particularly it? Particularly when it's somebody else's. It's a lot of. <laughs> it's a lot now of. Fun. you've given quite a bit on your own. It's too, a lot of so. fun to do that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, let's look back about the foundation and think about how we are serving the community, not just the community of Manhattan, but also you made mention of Marysville and, mm-hmm. and the affiliate partnership programs that we have. Mm-hmm. How do you feel the GMCF now? is serving all of these communities
2: well i think they're doing a fantastic job of that you know those communities are really serving themselves Mm -hmm. these affiliate Mm -hmm. programs they're really serving themselves but the gmcf is kind of just doing all that back office stuff so that they can focus on raising some funds within their town and spending it on their needs whatever they feel like they are and and we're able to take away the stress and the strain of the financial stuff and actually let them focus on what they need to do to make a positive impact in their community. So I, I think we have a big impact on that. And I think that's why it's probably become so popular, because they talk amongst themselves and mm-hmm. they have an opportunity to get associated with this group or that group. And obviously, you know, we've had a, a fair amount of success in letting those folks uh be under our umbrella if you will and yet still be autonomous enough that they can operate pretty independently right. in their own
0: community I think one of the things and it speaks largely for the staff here that there is when you're talking thousands tens of thousands in some of these communities and millions of dollars in other communities there's a tremendous amount of trust yes, and that trust is not in today's world easy no. To gain. No, it's not. You have to earn it.
2: And I think we have earned that. And your reputation is always out in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: so uh, that's served us very well, I think. We've been looking back at the past 25 years and, of course, you know, 14 to 15, you know, when you were chair. So, what do you see down the road for the Community Foundation? Maybe some of the things that you'd like to see us undertake and push forward.
2: Gosh, there's always opportunities to make Manhattan and the surrounding area a better place to live. And I think, you know, we got involved in a little bit of that, uh, some stuff with um, trying to help with uh, the parks and rec situation in town last year was an opportunity to maybe try and step forward and help. And there's times when really it doesn't necessarily have to be a financial. It just has to be a gathering place for ideas and for people to sit down and, and talk their way through a situation to determine, you know, what are the best solutions to the issues of the day, I think the Community Foundation does a great job of bringing those differing ideas together, kind of the venue for that discussion to take place.
0: Well, you have had such a, an impact and leadership in our community, not only here at the foundation, but also with the Chamber of Commerce and a number of different organizations. And is kind of the theme that, uh, that Burke and Marjorie kind of, you know, hope for their legacy is to yep. see that continue within their company.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Burke was very focused about that. He talked about it all the time, about how he had... Uh, finished up his military service after World War II, and was on the West Coast, where he was uh, discharged. And uh, Marge had driven out there to meet him. Hadn't been married very long. And they decided they were just going to take a little tour uh, up and down the West Coast. and see what was there, maybe were there an opportunity to start a life out there, and he said, you know, we, he tells the story, you know, we drove around for a week or so and realized there wasn't anything nicer than Manhattan, Kansas, <laughs> and, and so they just pointed their car back to Kansas, and, you know, here we are, and I have to say, in all the traveling I've done, I usually feel the same way, you know, right. there's just not a better place than Manhattan, Kansas.
1: Well, and, and the beauty of it, and we have so many supportive people in this community of one another. The businesses small business large business the university and the downtown and the young and old and it's a young feeling community and and that's where the community foundation has come into play and and really to to thank you again neil uh, uh, for what you've done and to get involved in your community i think is very important and and uh, what you've done with the community foundation serving on the board continue to serve as a trustee we're very thankful that and grateful you did that so i was pleased to be asked thankful Mm
0: -hmm. for being asked Thank you for joining us for Philanthropy Today, an inside look at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. You can always learn more about the GMCF at our website, mcfks.org. We also invite you to subscribe to Philanthropy Today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Lewis. I'm proud to host Philanthropy Today. It's hosted and produced in the Ad Astrocast Studios in downtown Manhattan, Kansas.